Hello and welcome to episode 74 of Paper Tuesdays with Michael Dwyer and Mark Halpin. Michael, who's our guest today? Well, the Dumbbelievers had a Buddy Brennan now. Paper Tuesdays has a Buddy Brennan. It's, it's the one, the only R, Wexford's Buddy Brennan and he's an All-Ireland winning manager. How are you, Buddy? I sure can't complain, I suppose. Yeah. Dumbbelievers had a Buddy Brennan. Yeah, I didn't realise. John Kenny, shout out John, he was, he was one, and one of his characters was Buddy Brennan. So when you look up Buddy Brennan on YouTube, which mm. I have done, <laughs> you get some of Buddy Brennan with the manager and then some of from the Dumbbelievable sketches. Which one was he? Well, I'm sure Buddy might you've know this, do you, No, no, I didn't actually oh, really? know that. No, I didn't oh, really? know that at all, no. So, that's news to me. <laughs> right, I think he's one of the guards in um, in the You Can't Be Doing That. Ah, I think yeah, it is. Yeah. Shout out, maybe a paper chooses, uh, supporters will know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Buddy, you've won All-Ireland. How does it feel? Um, I suppose I'm still not down off a high. Um, no, look, it's an unbelievable feeling. Just... When the final whistle came across Park, it was just an unnatural feeling. It's a feeling I never felt for anyway, and a feeling I never thought I'd get to feel. But look, I suppose um, we're here now, and it's great, really. It's a great feeling. Yeah. I know like your heart must burst with pride for the players, but on a personal level, it might, like, and we'll come to that, but on a personal level, when I looked at the video of you speaking after the match, I thought, you know, I'm delighted for you, because you've put in so much work on the sidelines with teams over the years, and... There you are at the helm and having that role and relishing it and and achieving success in that role. It's 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 a priceless um, feat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, sure. I suppose I'm involved with teams now longer than you think. Yeah. As long as it's, when you go back and think what teams are involved with, this is it's going back a long time now. A lot of teams, different weeks for twenty ones and weeks for senior Camogie before this, even before I took this job back in seventeen, in older teams, Timon, two different teams, so. <laughs> After been a lot of teams over the years. Uh, when did you start coaching? Um, probably when I was, I was probably twenty one or twenty two, and the Owlert Junior Camogie girls they were um looking for uh, someone. So me and Tomas Dunn from Owlert actually um took him over that year, and we decided to get him going. And so we did a bit of him that year, and then sort of after that, then I did sort of took didn't do much, and then um. It was JJ Doyle, then with the Wexford 21s in the background panel with him, and that's where I learned a lot, being involved with him. Oh. But it's something that always appealed to you, is it? Or? Yeah, it was sort of, look, I played till I was sort of minor 21, and then I sort of, I suppose I was farming full-time, and I didn't really have the the time to do it then, so then when I sort of stopped farming as much, to got a job, and I was um had time then on it, so I always enjoyed it, and I always got on with that, I thought, so. Yeah. When you look back at your progression, like from maybe backroom stats to selector to manager, what do you think you've learnt along the way in management? Um, I've learned, probably learned a good bit. Like I've been involved with a few coaches, like JJ Doyle for one, like the success he had with Wexford, and then being part of his background team that, them for them few years, 21s, like really learnt a lot, like looking at the train and looking at the way he set teams up and all. That really gave me a good start, now, I feel. Mm. So, and then like you move on then, um, as well with Matty Flynn and John O'Connor, or Matty Flynn and John Kelly in the senior camogie in I think it was 17 and got bet in all Ireland quarter final by Dublin um, and like it was a great experience to be there involved with them and just you get to know get to know different things different ways of playing down the hall there's a lot short here on the day I suppose Was this your second year as junior manager? or? Yeah this year? is the second year the first year we um, we didn't even get to play we were due to play Clare on the Saturday 
and the tourist tomorrow and rang us and said that the government would have to pull now all the second teams. So oh, yeah. we came that close. I was actually after naming the team as well the Wednesday night, so Jesus. and yeah. then for just was pulled then all of a sudden and look we we did fight it now in fairness, um but the government just weren't having any of it and they just yeah. took all the second teams out. So How then, long were you training in preparation for that? I got the job in November two thousand nineteen. So I we went back training the start of December twenty nineteen. Um we trained right up to December, then we gave them a break off Christmas and came back in January and February and we didn't actually have a league that year in for twenty twenty league. Yeah. Extra second team weren't in because they got relegated the year before, they weren't allowed to enter Division Three League. So we were in all league, so we were playing practice matches and getting ready and so then COVID hit. So that put a halt to it. And then probably off for a few months and then the clubs got back going, we got back with the clubs. And then we came back in in September and we're September till I suppose around the middle of October and that's when we got pulled so we're having to do a lot of work I suppose. Yeah but I'd say that's only one of the many challenges that you have when you're a second string manager like I, even in the in, when you compare your semi-final to your final didn't you lose a lot a lot of players to injury and, and were many subs used and like was did your panel change much over the two years? Um, over the two yeah even sort of from the Say going name the play, the team we played play player that day. Mm. Um, I think there was six changes to the team say that played dollar in the final yeah. for that first day. So, and even when you go back to this year, we played down in our first round, and I named the team. And I was just looking back at it the other day, and there was five girls that didn't start again down started dollar in the final. Wow! And there was two girls come on again down and didn't even come on dollar in the final. And there still there was four others come on dollar in the final. So. Yes. Yeah. It was like we we're, were we're on look, but then we were blessed with really with injury apart from the down game where the two girls did cruciates and other than that we've really had no injury all year so we were lucky. Yeah, um, Mark, you were involved in club management with well, the one, well, the only fashion. James Flood, yeah, his name didn't ring an ear, but he unfortunately <laughs> was. So no, James will appear later in the show. Actually, he he does, he does a little segment here, but yeah. uh, like, what would you reckon separates a good coach from media and a mediocre one? Um, I suppose the way it's gone now is it's probably a lot to do with tactics. Mm. More so, even like I found we played a lot of teams this year and most of them brought back to try and play a sweeper against us to cope with us because we were probably, we were very fast and very fit. Yeah. Which I didn't think, coming into the junior, I said, oh, be 15 on 15, mm. and yeah. no tactics. But then you sort of learn very quickly that it's all about tactics and I think now the way the modern game has gone, it's all about being tactical and setting up your team to win more so than setting up your team to defend more and then try to attack on the break. So that's what we sort of did. Yeah. Even like I've noticed watching football lately, it's gone more like basketball. Like, you know, lads kind of make a semi-circle around the front of the goal. And you have to yeah. try to get through that to score. Like Yeah. So it's it's all tactics now. Like. Yeah, no, it's, it's all, it is definitely like a lot. I remember going back to the semi-final this year we played Roscommon and they actually brought, they only left one in the full forward line and they brought two back to play a three, to play a five and a half back line to try and, Stop us, which didn't work out. For no. day, but, but they still kept it there for the whole game. Instead of going to chase the game when they were getting bit by 12 15 points, they still kept it there to try and keep the score down mm. instead of going to push on. But yeah, you need a backup plan and then a backup plan for the backup plan. Yeah, you sort of do. You need, you need to have a few plans really, like plan A, plan B, plan C, mm. just different ways. But look, we're lucky that probably anyone to start could play. In numerous different positions, anyone mm. like our full back could play centre back, 
centre back could play full back. Any of the wings or corners could play in the wings, even in the full centre positions. Like we're lucky that the two midfielders in the half forward line, you could put any of the half forward line into midfield. If the girls are getting tired, you can switch and change them around. Like everyone's very adaptable, so we were lucky that way enough, I suppose. Yeah. Would you play a sweeper in the academy when you're training? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am getting them used to solo, and I'm, I'm a big believer that you know there's uh, there are certain skills that they, they can never be too young to learn. <laughs> <laughs> and I've learned that squats. We we were talking about this. The squats with children. Children are primed for squats. Yeah. Yeah. That adults are not as good as squatting. Yeah, we were talking about that this morning, just like yes. the fact if you watch, like I even watch my niece like playing with a toy on the ground, she'd sit into that squat position and she'd hold it and that would be comfortable for her, like, you know, that's, mm. that's where she's able to sit naturally at you ask someone in their mid-twenties works in an office, they can't fucking, they're bent in, like an S-hook, like trying to sit down into a squat, so, yeah, that's just something I yeah. noticed anyway through training. A segue there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're off topic. But like, um, on the... Yeah, when you go into the dressing room, say back in November 2019, but I'd say there were numerous points where like it was like, okay, we're going again now, girls. We need to we need to rally on, or you know, we need to come as one. What do you do that's kind of different? Because is there a different dynamic in that you know, you you can't be in the dressing room the whole time. You have to come in and you have to set the tone for the team. Yeah, um, especially with with women, like you can only go in sort of. Go in and get changed. That's why you need we the woman on the background. She was able to go in, let know, and then we could go in and the minute go in. Then you have that ten fifteen minutes. Whereas this year with COVID, it was very quick in the dressing rooms because yeah. we didn't want them in the dressing rooms too long. It was literally yeah. in, get a point across, get them out, and then like give it a few tactics the way we play, name the teams, and all straight out in the dressing room. Then are out on the pitch, and we give a bit more of a team talking around right on the pitch, mm. things like that. But yeah, no, it was very your with women like with lads. You're in the dressing room the whole time. You can talk to them as they're going around with women. You can't really do that. So there is a bit of a difference there, I suppose. Do you reckon it might be a positive though? There's not an information overload that you go in right and nobody's going to talk and you give us four or five points and then they remember that clearer. Yeah, that probably definitely is. Mm. Probably with women, they tend to get more worked up and more nervous on the day too. Mm. Compared to lads, that's why I found a few girls got into their heads. So mm. if you're able to calm them down just for the match and just they're probably not giving too much information. But still get your point across. Mm. It's probably still a good thing. So yeah, that's very observant. Yeah, that you that you you know sometimes it's the player that needs a, a gee up, but sometimes it's the player that needs to you know relax, yeah. enjoy yourself now. Yes, yeah. so some somewhere that way that just got really hyperactive for a match, and they're just raring to go out and get get going. And mm. nearly the first ball, the pulling could get right carried. It's all <laughs> yeah. about it's all yeah. about calming them down and just settling them down a bit as, as much as getting the rest of them up for the match. Yeah. It's it's such a journey though, a county management. Like I was involved in the backroom team at the twenty ones, but they they lost to Kildare, and like it not only like for their championship to be um, dealt that hammer blow of an ending, but like just I I know what it's like for well just as a backroom member of a team, but to see what it must be like for you as a manager, you give your life and soul into this team for months, and you might actually not get there you might not get the microphone at the end of the at the All-Ireland final you did does it make it sweeter that you to have overcome those challenges along the way oh yeah def mm. definitely do and like even the whole year like we never lost a game yeah, yeah. never lost practice match never lost uh, any competitive match won the league won the championship like for to go the whole year unbeaten is, it was a special feeling too was that a buzz that you were adding to it? Yeah, every, that was a buzz. Like, what, what we set off in the league is we said four steps. We had two group games, semi-final and final. So step one, step two. We didn't talk about matches. We started steps. Mm. Then we came to the championship. We had Waterford. So that was step one. Um, 
we went up to play Armagh in Buffersali, that was step two. Then we, we knew by beating Armagh, we were top two groups, so we were straight through to the semi-final. That was Roscommon, that was step three, and then Dollar was step four. That's all we talked about was steps. Mm. We're now in step four, where we wanted to be, and that's the way we sort of approached it. It was not so much the team that we knew, because we knew we were capable of beating any team mm. on any given day. But it was about complaining, not being complacent and getting caught on the hop too. That was a big thing. Especially playing our because it was the fourth time we played him in Dollar Ireland. And we knew we'd bet him. We'd bet him up there. Bet him in Ashburn in the league final. Bet him in our own at home. And then it was another neutral venue. So we knew we were capable, but it was about not being complacent and getting the job done probably. Mm. Yeah, the momentum would be huge there as well. Like the confidence you get from winning every match along the way. Yeah. Going into an other like that'd be important. Yeah, it was just really was built up and were like as we won games, they got the group, they're tighter as a group and like the girls really enjoyed each other's company and mm. it was more like managing the club team sort of the more further we went on, like everyone was coming to train and talk and mm. everyone got great buzz around the place and like even the build up from the semi final to the final, like there was cameras there and radios were there, like everyone wants to talk to you and all. It was just the week up lead up to the weekend was just it was just massive buzz, like it was great to see and it's great for the girls too. Yeah. Oh, Is that the booty vibe that you bring to like from your older upbringing that like you, you know you know that it's about connection and you know bringing bringing a a, a good vibe to the team. Yeah, that's what was sort of when I was younger, like we were all best friends playing. And, if we weren't hurling back then, we were we were <laughs> kicking soccer together on the pitches or doing something. We were always together, and then we sort of got cars. We were still driving around together, and yeah. sort of we all grew up together. And that's look, we still have we're still best friends. All of us. That's why I was sort of knowing how to be that tight group. I suppose was something that stood to us, and that's why I found like and even the girls like there was anything negative to work out between themselves. If anything was was bothering anyone or they could come to me, and that was sort of a, probably a good thing too that they could all they all got along and. All enjoyed each other's company, so that's probably a good thing, I suppose, in the team. Yeah. Have you thought about uh, next year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, no, official, I suppose, yeah, but yeah, I'm um, intermediate manager for next year going wow. forward, so. Jamie <laughs> Mack. Yeah. Congratulations. So, next steps, I think next so. Next steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Season Crow Park again next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So. Um, what what do you think it is about Wexford and, and uh, like, coming back to the towns and... Um, What's that feeling like when oh, with a homecoming? Yeah, because we we actually got a call. We're coming down on the bus, and we'd we'd stopped off, and where everyone's like everyone's hyper, leaping around the bus, and a lot of people probably couldn't believe it. It's just mm. a surreal feeling, like we finally did it, and then we came to we got a call and said that he's may stop in Gory, he's may walk up through the street. And we we're like, I just can't be that many there. Like we weren't expecting, the girls weren't expecting. It. But when we got to Gory, we got down to the bottom to the the coach house and the bus stopped and said he's mega half <laughs> just the streets were just lying like we couldn't literally couldn't believe it yes. so walking up to the glory is never never think I thought I'd do any I was walking up yeah. with another and cup any yeah. no, the feeling was unreal now and even as we went on along the road there was people standing out people got word that we were on the way and we got to the Scarty then where we were finally going and we turned the corner and it's just people everywhere so all families friends like it was just that feeling was just unreal. I thought you'd never, I thought I'd never ever witness it, but yeah. it's great now in fairness. Did it live up to expectations? Because I know when you're wanting to win an All-Ireland, like you think the All-Ireland is the pinnacle. like. Yeah. And like I know some people, when they win a massive trophy or something, they say, ah, geez, you know, I thought I'd feel better than this. Yeah. But were you able to actually enjoy the moment? Uh, yeah, especially on the pitch. I just When you stand out in the middle of the pitch after winning, you just look yeah. around. Now, I know 
it was hard for me because I was getting the car, RTU were pulling me one way and there was a radio were pulling me the other way and especially some of the players didn't really get to enjoy that because the radio was pulling like your mum got player of the match and RT in a minute she was celebrating the kind of whisked her away and, yeah. which you would let her off then for the lift cup and then you'd literally stand there around next to the people with inside to the, the media room and the press room and like you wouldn't get to really but like when I just did RT and went out then to the middle and sort of looked around and just that's when you knew like he was we did it sort of saying like yeah that's class that is class um do you think uh, like your background as well your are you farming or are you a mechanic or what farming so farming and farm at home and a mechanic as well and working for john deere as well so right <laughs> do you think that uh influences your like you have to have a lot of things going there you're multitasking you're if you want to get something done get a busy man to do it is that does that influence your management approach as well yeah sort of what i like to do for my like i like always being on time and sort of things and that sort of I suppose something farm like you're milking the cows you have to milk them on time and get up in the morning same time every morning the same routine milking them and all like usually I don't do milking very much but <laughs> when I have to do it like you sort of that's the type of routine you get into you sort of have your own routine set your time like I like being trained an hour before right. and you want to be there like I just like have a whole set up know what I'm doing like I, would, like, I think that's a professional approach that yeah. when the girls get there then they see the all set up and they'll be like oh this lad me in the business that's, that's mm. just my approach to it anyway. yeah. and how how is it when you have the tough decisions like um, obviously they're um, when you pick fifteen, you have to. You can only play fifteen. Yeah. Like you know, what? How uh, do you just kind of handle that with honesty and and humility? Yeah, sort of. Like what we did was we named every Thursday night. We named the team for every match. That was what we did. We, all were way through, so we kept with that all year, and it seemed to work for us. So mm. and let the girls that were starting then they had a few days to settle in and relax and think about it and look back at matches if they wanted to do because we had every match recorded and they were able to look back at different things. And, like, there was some hard decisions, like, especially for the all the final, like, panel 31, girls, 29 of able to start in the final, and 14 were very disappointed, unfortunately, but that's it with sport, like, it's, it can be cruel sometimes, but, look, they, the girls knew themselves, like, that was, any one of the 29 could have started in the all final from 1 to 15, they could have been, there could have just 2, 3 for every position, like, Mm. And the girls knew that as well, so um, there was there was a few hard decisions, and you would have to call a girl to a side and say, "Look, you're very unlucky here, not start, and we'll keep going. Like you might get a run, and keep going, and train hard." So, mm. in fairness, I need the the four subs we brought on dollar in the final. They all they all did their bit, and even when we played back when we played the league final, we brought on four subs, and three of them can come on that they didn't even play in dollar in the final, like so, mm. things like that. And where do you think Camogie is in Wexford? Like, um, obviously, it's going to be a, a huge shift now in having a senior and intermediate team. Like, is it is it going to result in maybe other players coming out of the woodwork and saying, "Yeah, this is Camogie and Wexford. They mean business." Yeah, well, that's what we're hoping now, and the buzz is great around there. Going to club championships on now at the minute, and we're getting to see club games, getting to see players play for clubs, and people are actually noticing you now at matches where people probably wouldn't know know me before they know me now yeah. and they're saying oh you're here you're scouting talent and yeah. that's what you're yeah really are doing like there is like I know from being like with down with the moon that in the junior there is great girls down playing junior that don't get noticed probably yes. mm-hmm. so it's all about now getting it's all about getting the best we can to play and giving them the opportunity yeah but you know like like you were up to this year it was 2012 before we won that Ireland which is nine year 
Yeah. And we won in 10, 11, 12, three in a row in senior All-Irelands and won the intermediate in 2011 as well. Someone had said to me in 2012 at the banquet that night that after being 2021 for there'll be another All-Irelands in Wexford I would have laughed at him. Because mm. such a good bundle of player, bunch of players that time like there was like Mary Lacey, Oon Lacey, Arsene Jacob, Catherine mm. O'Loughlin, O'Connor from Ratnure. They were all on it. Like, it's just it was mad like, to yeah. think about it. Did it test your patience in them years, the dry spell in between the All-Irelands? Yeah, because there was a lot of Wexford teams going out and sort of thing with Wexford in 2018 and 19 probably. Do you want a jersey, you can go play for Wexford. Yeah. Mm, That's yeah. what the thing seemed to be to set mm. into Wexford that anyone can go play for Wexford. And it was like, and I found it hard to watch, especially, and I was like, these girls are probably lucky to be there, but mm-hmm. look, fair, fair play to them. They put on the Wexford jersey and got, because it was tough times for Wexford Camogie over the last <coughs> four or five years, and things were tough, and them girls really pulled it through, and fair play to them, but that's why I, when I came in 2019, I said, like, you have to be earn the jersey, you have to earn the right to play, play for Wexford. Mm. It's only fair, so, like, there was, there was a massive change in 2000. Going from getting relegated in the intermediate championship in 2019 mm. to going to play in an All Ireland final in 2021 mm. with probably four or five of that team that played intermediate in 2019 were only playing for us in 2021. So, mm. and that's that's no manager's fault, or just girls wouldn't just make themselves available and mm. just there was didn't want to play for Wexford, they weren't everyone to go play football, football was on a high. So, but look, we're rebuilding now for the future. Like we've eighteen and sixteen. Like we brought three minors through this year. There's two in my panel and one in the senior panel, and they'll push on now next year. And they're going to be a year older, and there'll be more minors to come through too. And it's all about rebuilding and just getting things right and trying to stay now in intermediate and hopefully compete in senior and trying to get all them girls because we know we have the talent. Mm, definitely. So. Yeah. Jeez, you you just feed off it, don't you? You love the camogie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. there anything else that like uh, is like when you're in you, when you're watching a soccer match? Do you ever like are, are you mad sportsman? Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm into any sport. I sport on telly. I sit down and I watch golf, American football, horse racing. Yeah. I literally watch anything of sport on telly. Like it just that's what I usually watch between four o one and four ten. I think it is. But it'll be four to one. Something all something on. So darts anything. Yeah. No, I would. I'd be into all sports in fairness, I'd watch sit down and watch any sport like. Yeah. Have you ever considered a transition into any other sport? I know you don't hurling, but have you ever thought about anything else? Not really, no, mm-hmm. not minute, but like you know, opportunities probably open up now, like as you get older too, you can go on probably maybe do a bit more of hurling or do yeah. something with soccer if you have to like the opportunities will come there, that's probably hopefully ho- look hopefully I'll stay with the camogie, hopefully I'll to yeah, stay yeah. for another few years and sort of look, see the progress we make, and hopefully make more progress and build on it. Any advice on how to celebrate an All Ireland win? Is it best to <laughs> yeah. keep it as long as possible? A week? <laughs> yeah, it was a good week the there. It was a good, a good, <laughs> good week there. Thursday night, and you're jumping around the government, and you're wondering, Jesus, am I ever going to go back to work? <laughs> <laughs> I know lads so. who do that, and they never won an All Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, that was. Um, that was one of the highlights anyway. Dave Clark playing and oh, Savage. Yeah, brilliant. The girls just that was one of the, probably the first night after the Ireland that we got live music and that really drew on to another level. They were <laughs> we, we had we'd gone through but I don't know how they're still going now. Yeah, enough of Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there were enough playlists. There's yeah. yeah. a weird choice of songs by some of them. <laughs> 
They're well able to party anyway, that's one thing, so. Yeah, it's a uniquely Irish, well I'm sure other countries do it as well, but it's something special about being stuck in a pub at four o'clock in the morning yeah, or something, and yeah. or a clubhouse or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're, we're, late nights probably was the thing that we didn't have, because pubs were not late, yes, and yeah. that probably kept everyone fresh, then to go up the next day and go again, yeah, yeah. That, that probably stood to them in a bit, so. Yeah. It was, um. Just some, some memories hanging out, we'll always remember that's one thing for sure. They do, yeah. they do. Do you, any memories spring to mind of you, celebrations like or into Mark? No, we lost our county final this year. Well, not we? recent, I'm not thinking <laughs> in, but like I think of the football yeah. success. I remember 2011, I think was... 2010 was a big one, yeah, that was that was wild now. That's, that always sticks in my head, even thinking about football, and people still talk about it, because we went 30 years without winning a senior football, yes. and then we bet Kyle Nearn in the final by... A very slim margin, like, and sure, people still talk about that, the celebrations of that, and you'd even talk, lads, and some of them would say the only reason they put in all the effort to play football for the years for the fucking party after winning the All Ireland, or sorry, winning the county final. Yeah. So that's what it's all about. Like, you need to be able to celebrate it as well. You yeah. Know? When Gory won in 18, I have a distinct memory of lads jumping on the pool table and uh, singing Oasis, uh, Don't Look Back in Anger, I think it was. <laughs> and I just think, I remember thinking at the time, I want to do whatever it is that will recreate this moment. And I, I like I still, uh, it's an abiding memory. It's And that's the memories that you get from that. Like I'm sure all those girls um, will definitely want to get back out in the field and, and repeat that, uh, yeah. that winning formula again. Yeah, that's like they're all back in their clubs there now and you just see them to a few more. When are we getting going again? Yeah. Are we yeah. back training? Are we going back training? Like in fairness, they're all eager and all wants an opportunity in intermediate. So that's a good yeah. thing as well. And the competition will be there next year to build on. Yeah. So um, when can you go back now? We're not really sure because mm. we're not sure what the rules are. Like last year, mm. we weren't allowed to back in January, and then so when January came, COVID was still here, hard and ever. So we didn't get back till probably I think it was start of March. So yeah. hopefully this year they're hoping to have the league in January and run it off and sort of the split season then all around in July and then get back to your clubs then, which should mm. which would make a lot more sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's what they're hoping. So we're not we're still waiting on the word. Of course there's nothing it's only finished I suppose they're probably doing up a draft fixture there now and Yeah. Yeah. See where I go from there. Who are your greatest influences as a as a manager and a and a GA man? Um I suppose probably going you know, was Liam Dunn and Martin Story and mm. they were all um, <laughs> <laughs> club men like in growing up he's Brendan O'Connor then was always over me as they're growing up. Yeah. Um then probably going in being involved with JJ Oil at that time, like that brought me on a lot and probably learned a lot of him and the way he did just did things differently and just got the job done and Yeah. Just about to what that win and get that win and feeling in. So Have you spoken with him since the since the win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, I would, I'd always sort of speak to JJ, he'd happen on him or you'd talk to him in Wixer Park or whatever and you no, know, he texted me straight after the dollar and finally said uh, well done to me and I started talking to him there. I think it was last week at club match we were talking to him and yeah. said it was great now he was delighted too. See you actually come back. Yeah. Um so all eyes on Timon now this year, do you think you can <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get ready for the junior championship with Timon now. Yeah. Ash, look, we have a we have a great chance really as long as we keep everyone together um, so look we're playing we're actually playing the Martins now next weekend. So that'll Ooh, be uh that'll be a tough one. Local yeah. being a local rivalry as well. So yeah. 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 So hopefully yeah. we can uh, push on and Win like we did in 2018 again. Mm. Well, I have a parish of the week here, and it's mm. far from Blackwater. It's uh, we're going to South Korea, 
Again? So, yeah, yeah. We're again thinking of our, our main man. We have a more respectable dress guest. But in South Korea, right, they were struggling with... Um, Shout out to Sikwan or whatever they are. Uh, they, they, they had this bus service, right? And they, they weren't able to fund it because there was, you know, there was no one on the bus. And they decided instead that they'd introduce the 101 taxi. So shout out to the 101 taxi. And then this went around the village and collected the old people. And you can see them there in the back of the taxi and uh, having the right time, these elderly pensioners. And basically... The government pays for the rest of the taxi to get them to the nearby city, and they think it's a great thing. So this is why the New York Times is uh, reporting on the nine-cent taxi. Um, I think you wouldn't mind a taxi from Gory to Castletown for nine-cent, would you? No, you'd, you'd give Bernard uh, Cardi a run for his money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bernard does a fiver. Not a bad one there. No. So fair play to them, and I hope, uh, I hope our Lord Mayor finds... Uh, a taxi. Yes. <laughs> yeah. out, of, out of his hotel room. Yeah, he's still in Mandarin Court. Yeah, yeah. Updates as we get them. Um, in other news, we have. Oh, I seen this on. Did yeah, you? Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, yeah. Look at you. You're yeah. picking up my train. Yeah, yeah. Reading your phone. Man reported missing. Joined search party seeking him. So this happened out in Turkey there. And uh, Bihan Mutlu, 51 year old, he went out drinking with a mate of his and his wife reported him missing because he didn't return home. And then, anyway, he went to sleep in the house in the forest and then he came across members of a search party in the morning and he decided to help them find the missing person but he soon realised that he was the focus of the search because they started calling him out his name <laughs> Bian <laughs> and then he told them I was Bian Mutlu but they continued to search they didn't believe him <laughs> and then when his mate uh, Mizut saw him then that meant that the search team uh, ended after uh, half an hour so it's, it's good that it came to a fortunate end there yeah. did you ever go missing in, in Outer? No? No, <laughs> no, no no not that I remember any of so I was <laughs> lucky enough to stay on the road yeah, yeah. and meanwhile probably more serious uh, missing one Chinese Covid whistleblower finally appears after disappearing 18 months ago <laughs> so yeah, journalist uh, Quen Quishi, I'm sure that's his name, uh, disappeared in February 2020 and um, he was reported missing from Wuhan and uh, so he was blaming his sudden disappearance, oh no, his mother was blaming his sudden disappearance on state interference claiming that he had been forcefully quarantined, imagine being forcefully <laughs> quarantined by China, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's he's back now. He did a thirty minute live stream with a martial artist. So that's a great way to right. say I'm back, baby. So there you go. Um, he said he oh he believed that the state was still keeping a close eye on him. So all is not over for young Quishi. So Quishi, can we take all our articles from Asia from now on just so pronounce their names? <laughs> that'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. Um, I think that's all in the world of news. I think. Um, have we a message from Flood? Uh, Flood, um, he was talking. It's on about liars the other day, wasn't he? Oh yeah, one second there now. Surprised you don't know this man. <laughs> oh, you will at some. You'll know him now. I have one yeah. about liars, Mark. I can see you teeing this up already, and now we move on to liars. I no, and then he withdrew it. He threatened to send it. He threatened to send it. You know, because, <laughs> see, I think it comes down to the tension that may lie between Camogie and ladies football here, buddy. Do you yeah. think you can build bridges? Or do you need to build bridges? I no, maybe you're happy off. <laughs> no, I think they need to build. Or what happened this year? I think they need to come under one. 
Farmahan, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I see there was a tweet there, shout out to uh, Gary Malai's woman, who Gary Malai described as a Karen for <laughs> tweeting. Uh, Dervla Dial tweeted about having um, so many matches on the. Uh, this is only a recent tweet, yeah. but it's only, what, I think there was something like five matches over 15. 15 days, days yeah. Something yeah. tighter. They played, they played last weekend. They're playing Friday night, they're playing Sunday morning, they're playing midweek, and then they're playing next weekend again. Okay. Yeah. Some of the girls are involved in the five matches. So. Jenny, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, as you say, it does need to come under umbrella. But I don't know, I'm here, to, I was at a conference in 2014, and like that's seven years ago. So, like, we're still far, far away still from far, it. Well, I don't know. This year was actually the first sort of that to work together, say, but still, football was a Saturday, Camogie was a Sunday, or Camogie was a Saturday, football was a Sunday. Yeah. We did yeah. a lot in the league, say, like Secure Banville, Ailish Neville, Ashley Halligan, Emma Thomas, they played two games each weekend. Jenny Mac. And she even have within their own, like I think ladies football in the run up to their semi final, uh, there were games fixed. Uh, the After a Wexford game, the next day, yeah, yeah. there was so a, the, a game the fixed. Girls played, game. played with us, in, uh, played Armagh in the last group game with us on the Saturday. Yeah. Then went to play Leash in an All Quarter final on the Sunday, Jesus, yeah. and then they went to play around the club football on the Monday night. Yeah, fuck that. That's four girls <laughs> three games in the space of less than seventy two hours, and they aren't practice yeah. matches like no, for all me. competitive. Yeah, like we played our match, which was our hardest team to beat. They'd play an all Ireland quarter final again, which is not going to be easy to bet, and then to go and even some were playing like Shelbyers were playing. Cloney, which is Ailish Neville, and they be the two best teams in it playing each other, and yeah, that'd be bruiser. Yeah, yeah, that was a hard fought game. Like so, it was just it's mad to think like yeah. it's still in this day and age that them things kind of things are going on. We're gazing yeah. into the future, wondering when that will figure out, and it reminds me, Mark, you have your tarot cards. Do you want I to see your buddy? Uh, like... Do you want a tarot card reading, buddy? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do you I want your future read? I don't know if I'm up to it. No, we won't <laughs> force then. Oh, okay, that's good. We won't mess with the dark arts. Especially yeah. after the last time we had someone, we had a medium on here before and she told me my house is haunted. So there's a young lad we don't know who lives here. Yeah. Yeah. And I was actually, I was here, there's a oh, snare yeah. drum at the bottom of that hall down there. And okay. I was here by myself during the week. And I went up to go to the toilet in the middle of the night and the snare drum rattled. Yeah. And it never does that. Like it's not the floor, it's never happened before and it hasn't happened since. But the snare drum rattled when it was just me here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's getting late. <laughs> Buddy, thanks. Uh, Buddy, do you remember when we uh, we were standing in WIT and we were hitting a, an iPad an together? IPad, yeah, yeah, yeah an under twenty one practice match. I say it was. I say there was pseudo cream still on me. So played Cork that day. Yes. Spilled rain or rain on that. Yeah. That was would have been fourteen. Oh, earlier I think. Yeah. 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 Under 21, anyway. Under 21, yeah, it's 14 or 15. Could be even 13, yeah. I'd say 13, yeah. 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 Jack Guiney and all were on that team, weren't Yes, they? that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 So. There you are. Yeah. Many years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all leading up to this moment. It was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, onwards and upwards for 22. I think there's an all, another many all earnings than you. Yeah, yeah. hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully yeah. keep the ball rolling. You have the right attitude and it's great for women's sport as well. It's probably something we haven't discussed, but like, uh, just to conclude, like what, like what, it must be great to see... Um, you, you must be great to see the talent in, like, particularly in women's sport coming up. Yeah, it definitely is. Like, a, which this year, a lot, a lot of people actually watched the match, and a lot of people mm. said to me yeah. the skill levels were very good, which I find is, is coming up because there's more contact in it now. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. You can actually do a bit of shoulder or a bit of show, but compared yeah. to you couldn't. And that brings on the physicality then too, which helps yes. the girls. And like, a lot of girls now pick up, a few years ago, two hands in the hurdle, they might pick up. But now that one hand going forward, pick up, like, skill levels are improving dramatically. But that's down to a lot with the clubs now too. And like, a lot of the, when they're growing up with the 365 and the kids in the schools now, they're all working on their mm. skills, which is. It's sort of getting, it's coming up to, it is getting to, it's closer to the men's game every year. And yeah. Hopefully that'll keep moving forward. I think participation is a factor as well. Like when yeah. they're at a younger age, you definitely see that like the girls pick it up much faster than boys anyway. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, look, it's all about getting out there and with the schools and sort of supporting from an early age. Mm. That's, mm. that's a great building. So it's about getting underage structures right in the clubs and then moving into county and making sure that's all good and that you can progress because without underage, you've, you're not going to have any progression into adults. So. Mm. No, no. And even like the participation, like there's mothers and others in nearly every club now as well. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. That's all a consequence, I'd say, of watching the camogie as well, seeing women do it. Like. Women do it, yeah. 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 Sure like Benny it. Jordan, who listens to the pod, he's the manager of the Owlers. Um, Owlers, yeah. Mothers and others. Yeah. Yeah. They played Gory there last week. There, yeah. Owlers, a great game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic to see. Yeah. yeah. So That's it. Boy, that's thanks it. very much. No bother at all. Class. Cheers, boy. That's it. Yeah. Farewell. <laughs> <laughs> That's it.